Hello? Doctor. Hey. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. Cool. Yep, 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 yep. Let's see. So check it, double check it, make sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got a, uh, or I actually didn't realize we already had the official Apple converter. Oh, neat. Not like a third-party one mm-hmm. for the the, uh, the USB. Okay. So that's that's the difference. So should be good now. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully. It sounds fine. So if it sounds fine to me, it good. means it sounds fine to everybody, ideally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did the um, the video voiceover with it as both a way of testing it and just doing that. So it seemed like it was okay on that, but I'm still relieved that it's okay on this end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So cord. Okay. So looking at notes here, did you want to do what you were talking about, which is we kind of limit it and then we do like a mini. Yeah. After? Yeah. Cause that's going to be a really short so, subject. Yeah, because if so, we can just do the iTunes thing that's on here. Okay. That uh, article, I guess, unless yeah. you had a different idea. No. We can discuss saw, that in the show. I saw your note, else. and that works fine. Right. Yeah, so I wanted to – I was trying to think of, okay, if we're going to do – we're going to split them like that. Yeah. We need to do something, so – okay. Cool. Cool. All right, so are we just going to start the show with plug in the Patreon? <laughs> yeah, I was going to do the, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Good. that's fine. I was, I'm not going to do the rolling start this week. We're just going to cut all this shit out. And then... It's super weird. I don't know if it's my headphones or what. Your voice sounds way deeper. That is weird. That's really weird. Like, it sounds like an octave deeper. I'm not sick. Not again. No, we're gonna have strange. to. We're gonna have to ask the listeners. Like, did Matt sound weird this episode? <sighs> I'm sure they'll say something if you did. I, I maybe it's just my headphones. Weird. I don't feel oh. tardy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so I'll let you do the thing then, if you. All right, want I'll do. To. I'll do it's mine. Fine. I'll do my thing. Yeah, that's Welcome fine. Every- thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. As always, I'm Matt Peters, and I am joined by the one, the only, Lex Cetera. Lex Lutz. Ugh. Hi. Hey. <laughs> That's a name. It is you, a name. You went with it. Cool. I did. And I can check it off yeah. my list, my super secret list that nobody can see but me. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of super secret things that people can't see... Except certain individuals. We got a Patreon, everybody. We do. We have one. We finally have one. Yeah, we launched our Patreon, and I would like to personally thank our first patron. He's a gentleman. He's a scholar. Kevin Haverty. He's a great dude. And Kevin! Sorry. I just I I left you at home and I just freaked out. Sorry. I think he's he's old enough to be left home alone at this point, Lex. But yeah, Kev's a great dude. I've known Kev for years. 
He uh, is one of the OG writers for Pads and Panels. It was a website that I used to work on with Bill Jones. And we would review video games and comics and really terrible B-movies. And I kind of kept that aspect of it and ran with it because I was short-sighted. So, <laughs> no, but Kevin's yeah. always been a cool dude. And uh, thank you, Kevin. Also, uh, you know, folks, we can thank you as well if you <laughs> contribute to our Patreon. You can give us a yeah, dollar. Yeah, Kevin got special treatment this time because yeah. he was the first patron. And right. it's that like deserves when, uh, recognition. When businesses frame their first dollar, this is us framing our first patron. It's not fun when someone just lets you hang out there, is it? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Did I do that to you? What did I do? (laughs) You've done that to me on almost every episode of this podcast. What do you mean? So you're doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second. I actually have a technical issue here. No. Okay. Hello? Yep. Okay. Can I? Can you talk for a second? Sure. As I sit here waiting. Okay. It was my headphones, dude. Huh. I was like, it was, not only was I hearing your voice being an octave lower, okay. it was doing a tit-tit-tit-tit-tit in the whole background using Bluetooth headphones. Oh. So, I'm sorry. We're going to have to either restart or what. We just got started, but I was like, I need to switch over to plug-in. So, yeah. Okay. All right. That was my bad. Uh, we can just go from there or whatever. Or we can leave this in. You know what? Everyone, this is how the the magic is made. <laughs> but you do leave me hanging sometimes. You get distracted by something. What are you talking about? It drives about? me nuts. I get, this is, I'm working I, the board. I'm working the board over here. you got to give me a little bit of leeway. This is real live radio, except guys, it's not. Guys. Write in and tell Matt that this is reality, look, that he does this. Look, I'm over here pulling switches and putting cords and things. And You're not doing shit. Whatever. steam out of certain aspects. It's, this, it's, is why, this is why the Tetris thing, I was like, <laughs> nah, nah, son. Hey, I was real tired that day, and that was a good episode. We got a lot of compliments it about that. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I'm not saying it ended badly. I'm saying... I was reluctant for a valid reason. Plus, I mean, you like to talk anyway, so, you know, you can talk more. Whatever. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I talk too much on a fucking podcast. Yeah. I didn't say too yeah. much. I said you like to talk, which you do. Yeah, yeah. Chatty Kathy over here on a fucking podcast. I didn't My- call you out of your name. Yeah. Well, except you say, at the beginning you, I when say, I called you out of your name. Except for, except for at, when I, when you actually did that? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay, guys. So we have our Patreon. Yes. Um, You know, there are things you can do if you can't support. You know, you can share our show. You can tell your friends about it. You can give us reviews. But if you're able, even like a dollar or whatever helps. But we have all of these cool things that we're going to give out to patrons if you end up giving X amount of money. You go on there, you can see all of our all of our tiers and uh, made a video. It's a fun, funny little video on there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have exclusive episodes and exclusive content streaming if you subscribe to a certain tier. Uh, basically, if you hit X number and up, you get access to those exclusive episodes, everything like that. 
We have stickers. We're working on mugs. I have a mug in the mail right now that was shipped today that I'm going to test and make sure it's good. Stickers in the mail, too. We got a, we got okay. our sticker connect on that today. Sticker so connect. X going to give it to you. You can't get yeah. it on your own. X will deliver to you. Mm-hmm. Knock, knock, open up your door. It's real. Never mind. I'm done with that. So, yeah. yes, you can. No, no, no. I, I was like, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking with D. I said it'd be pretty weird and cool if somebody made a playlist of all the random song references that I dropped on the podcast. Because I know some yeah. of them just like whiz right over your head because they're kind of obscure. I'm cool with other people doing that. As long yeah. as I don't do it, I'm, I'm. It's just like anything. Like I'm like fan art, the things, whatever you want to do. <laughs> you love our show, that's great. But I'm not doing it. That's right. I already do it. Nope, we got enough going on. We got a Patreon, everybody, so we got a lot on our plate already. So, just FYI, if you subscribe, um, we're gonna start mailing that stuff out the first of next month. That's what Patreon told us to do. But we'll keep you updated on there as well. We'll we'll make updates on there. We're gonna get exclusive episodes up this week or next week, something like that. Yeah, it'll surprise you. It'll surprise you how soon. You'll mm-hmm. hear that exclusive episode. Plus outtakes Plus. and shorts and all kind of good stuff that you yes. don't normally get to see. You get to see how the sausage is made, metaphorically, because nobody wants to mm-hmm. actually see how sausage is made. I'm a fan of that metaphor, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so we also have this thing where if you even just give a dollar, like if you join the dollar patron, we have a Facebook group now that we just set up and if you subscribe to the Patreon, even just for a buck, you get access to it as our thank you. And we're going to be interacting on there. You can talk to us. You can give us articles. You see something you want to go on the wall of weird, you can send it on there. If you see something you want us to talk about, you want to make comments on the show, you want to meet other adventurers. Right. That's the best way to get in touch with us right now, actually. Yes. Because there are so many different avenues of communication, as you all know. Sometimes yeah. you lose track of that stuff, but... I, for one, have an alert on my phone. If somebody comments in the super mm-hmm. secret, double secret Facebook group, it <laughs> <Secret> will. Secret <laughs> probation. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. There's a special ringtone that happens on my phone, so I will be right on that. So That's get fancy. at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a link to it in the post on Patreon. So there's a link there and I shared it on the Facebook page as well. So that's just a nice little thing that you can get into. And, and it, like I said, it starts at the dollar, the, the most basic tier, if that's all you can do. And every other tier, if you become a patron, you get access to it. So go for right. it. We want to keep doing this for you guys, but you know, it costs money and yeah. <laughs> hosting fees yeah. happen. We want to keep doing this without weighing the podcast down with a ton of ads and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. we love Third Coast Comics. We appreciate what they do for us and everything. And of course, it's right you know, in our demo because we are a show that talks about comics sometimes. So right. that's fine. Uh, we would prefer it to be organic. You know, nothing against like, you know, Sleep Number or True Car or anything like that, but we'll leave those ads for Talk is Jericho. We want... To just get down to business, so they they don't want any part of us. Let's no. just. <laughs> I love the transitions. You know, uh, Chris Jericho. He's a, a well. He used to be a former wrestler. He's back in the business now. He has a podcast where he's uh, interviewing just different people. He's also a, a rock star, or he thinks he's a rock star. Um, he'll he'll just dip into an ad sometimes. So he'll be talking to somebody, and. It's weird because there's like a slight audio change and you can tell that he recorded this after the fact. So he'll be talking to, um, 
you know, like, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses. And he's like, Haha, yeah, Slash, that's great. We're going to talk to you in a second about how you first picked up a guitar. But for now, if you're looking to slash prices on your oh, car insurance, yeah. check out oh. TrueCar.com. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not opposed to ads. I like when they put it at the front like, where you can just skip over it or whatever. Um, you know, you can yeah. do whatever with it but i'm not opposed to ads i i will say if we get to the point where we did for some reason have more ads we would um offer ad free on a low patreon like tier because i enjoy when podcasts do that yeah that's a good Um, that's a good compromise i think Um, i think so too but of course uh you know listeners definitely let us know what you would prefer too because you know right this is this is us we tend to agree a lot but if you guys want to hear something a certain way, we're open to suggestions. You know, there are podcasts I listen to sometimes, too, where they try too hard to give more content to go along with the ads. Like, um, what was it? Uh, I used to listen to Tell Them Steve Dave. And they would work out, like, full, like, mini one-act plays to go with, like, Casper Sleep Mattresses or something like that. Like, yeah. Okay. Why, why make more work than you? Need to? <laughs> I, 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 that's the part where I'm like, eh, whatever. Right, 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 right. But um, either way, Jeff I mean, Davis is making up songs about me undies on Harmontown. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Davis for, is a gem. He's a great dude. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Davis is is one of the guys that uh, he frequents on whose line is it anyway? Oh yeah, yeah. He's the guy that's He's always cool. like in the bespoke suit, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that when he's on there, I'm like, oh, why is he on there? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the original cast that I no, want to see. Oh, right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wayne uh, Brady's a treasure as well. So. Yeah, no. So we we have that going. Uh, we'd appreciate if you at least take a look at it. Go go check it out. Little Sweet Chili Babies. That's one of the tears. <laughs> There's a there's a great like high tier that you guys should check out too. It's all the way. The yes, bottom. there is a joke tier. We uh, we made a joke tier, but if you do it, we'll make it a reality. Uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. But that's all oh, we're no, gonna we say. Would. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we would. If you're if look if one of you is psychotic enough to do it, then we'll do it too. We're you not clown. If one of you is bold and daring enough to do this, innovative, innovative, strategy, a, a true taste maker. If you will, if you're down for that, we will slap that taste right out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's a preview. We're not going to say anymore. That's it. Okay, because, I'm done. I'm done with because it. I want people to go look at it. Yes, at the very least, <laughs> you're going to like it, guys. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it's, that. I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought you made that up at first. I'm like, I did. <laughs> in your mind. In your You're mind. talking about Brendan Fraser and Tom Welling? Yeah, I'm like, you made that <laughs> up. There's no way that... <laughs> it's a dream team. Oh my God, I'm so Someone's excited. Someone's been reading your journal. I know. <laughs> Someone saw my puffy paint. Like, what? <laughs> so, Brendan Fraser... Fraser, sorry. Yes. Uh, now, the only thing that concerns me about this is I have no idea <laughs> where this is going to stream or be available right. because it's on the Scandinavian VOD service via play. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that kind of makes me sad. But, yeah. you know, stuff like that usually ends up on Netflix, though. 
because it'll be on like yeah, BBC. Yeah, it, 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 it'll it'll be on it'll be on Hulu. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Brendan Fraser and Tom Welling guys, Tom Welling are going to be in this Soldiers of Fortune. It's a loose remake of a movie that. Wait. It's a remake of Soldiers of Fortune, it's but it's called, called The Professionals. The Professionals, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tom Welling, Brendan Fraser, I mean, two guys that I'm like, why aren't you working right now? I want to see more <laughs> stuff from you. Yeah, like, I was excited when Brendan Fraser joined the cast of Doom Patrol because oftentimes I wonder, hey, what's Brendan Fraser up to? You know, he was on top of the world and then he, he really just kind of disappeared. What, like, why? There was what, a story it? about it. I don't want to. I don't want to. It better um, not be bedazzled because that shit was glorious. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a at the time. It was a great film. I'm sure it hasn't aged well. But at the time. Oh, now I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. Hey, so Brendan Fraser, I guess um, he had some some issues. He had to, he had to work out or something like that. I don't Wait, know no. the exact. Now I need to know. Right. Let's I mean, we'll look it, it up and we'll get back to the list. What do you think right? he's going to be on this podcast? He's not. <laughs> I mean, I'll do a freezer cast, but. Hey, I didn't not. forget. We're still trying to woo Anna Ferris, So I'm trying to be nice to her friends. And I'm guessing he's one of her. I friends, think she so. might be done with podcasts altogether. Really? That's unfortunate. Okay. Okay. This is not. I don't know shit because I'm I'm not connected. She hasn't released it. She hasn't. They haven't released a new episode of her podcast in like two months. Wow, we devolved into like a, a Hollywood gossip podcast. All of a sudden, we're like, guys, really? this was my this was my long con. <laughs> long con was for this. This is what I wanted. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Did you hear the rumors about Bradley Cooper? <laughs> Possibly getting divorced. I fucking talked about that or splitting. Wow. It's Gaga, man. Mm. Fucking knew it. I don't know. I don't know. I I hope it's not because that's so bad, man. Oh, of course it's bad, but they're all everyone's terrible. Have you not figured that out yet? Like I would understand even if it wasn't Gaga, but just like the impending shadow of Gaga over their marriage, because of everyone asking the same questions, because of all the late night hosts joking about it, because of us speculating yeah. about them eye banging yeah. right there I in mean, front of the entire world, you know, like you want that bad romance. <laughs> Something about a raccoon. I got nothing on him. So. <laughs> They, man, there's, okay. All right, let's, raccoon. That's my favorite. Okay, go ahead. Let's get Sorry. through the, let's get through the Brandon Fraser news. Oh, I'm never. Just gonna, I mean, Tom Well is cool. I'm glad, you know, he's, he's a nice dude. I loved him in, um, what was that movie he was in? Eight is enough. I don't know. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you better watch what you fucking <laughs> say right now. Brendan Fraser though. National treasure. Oh my god, the mummy is still amazing. Like yeah. that's still a movie that if it's on, I can I can I can watch it. At any mummy, point. I'd even argue for Mummy too. I'd, st- I'd I'd watch that too. Okay, we've talked about this. I need to revisit that because I was not a fan mm. when I originally watched it. Was that why they recast Edith or I think so. Yeah. Oh no, no, that was three. I think three was the one with the Okay, maybe it. it was three. I I. Or maybe it was the little kid that bugged me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the little kid was a knucklehead, but most little kids were. And the, the Tom Welling uh, movie I, I was can, thinking of was oh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Can, oh, Sorry. yeah, I like Cheaper by the Dozen. I, I can I can get 
pissed as hell at a little kid in a show. If they are not cute enough or, <laughs> or too cute. If they are annoying or I, I don't know. Like it can go bad. If if you don't like the cut of their jib. <laughs> I hate the cut of most kids' jibs, so it's a tough sell for me to That's start true. off with. It's hard to find a kid with a good jib. I'm not a, a fan jib. of most kids. No. I'm not a I'm not a kid person. No. They got jam on their hands. Where'd it come from? I don't understand. <laughs> they got poop. They got chocolate. They got jam. Who knows? Yeah, they always have jam hands. I don't. Just, I can't. I'm not a jam hands person. I can't deal just with jam. Sticky. That's an obscure reference that someone's gonna get. <laughs> so I used to. I used to tell D like because you know we talk about having kids and stuff like that on occasion. Ew, why? Sorry. Yeah, go right. ahead. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I go, sorry. No, they, they my <laughs> my my core reaction is either ew why or oh my god I'm so sorry. <laughs> so we um. I, at one point, I made I made comment that they just smell like outside and pickles. <laughs> and apparently, uh, from what I learned funny. on the internet recently, smelling like outside is something that black people say. So I'm here to ask you today: Do oh. you know what I mean when I no. say smelling like outside? No, I thought that was something you came up with. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> what? It's it's I guess it's a thing that so it's a thing that black people say. I guess so. Because is it my, like bippity boppity, suckity, whatever Michael Scott black people phrases? <laughs> what if you're just teaching me black people phrases that just aren't real, like on The Office? <laughs> that would be the best. No, I've never heard this before. Yeah. This is new. Because you know you like smell like you've been outside, but we like just a say, wet dog. Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, you just I'm smell assuming, like. That's what I think of. You smell like nature. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's interesting. So this is so this is a thing. If you said that to a black person, mm-hmm. another black person, more than likely, they would understand that's a turn of phrase. Your mileage may vary. I know in my okay. family it's a common phrase. I know when I say it to D, she knows what I mean. That she's been around me enough uh, to just accept my my random phrases. Like at one right. point, so that's I was just know, using like- the I was using the word Sheboygan as an exclamation, and she just rolled with it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I I mean, everyone has like phrases and stuff like that, that within their family or th- weird, obscure jokes or whatever. Yeah. So I, you know, like my my like within my just nuclear family kind of thing. My dad and I, we always say um, because there's that that skit on SNL with Mike Myers. Uh, and Nicole Kidman, where he was the over-energetic child, speaking of children. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do. Yeah, where he's like, you're the devil. And, like, every, it's just, it's one of my favorite. I mean, there are so many Mike Myers skits that I loved. But it was one of my favorites. And he's like, I love you, you know. And she's like, I know. So that <laughs> has been the, the way that um, my dad and I communicate for years. That's, that's really sweet that because that yeah. always came off as just a very canadian way of saying it <laughs> yeah it was just a weird like it, it's just become a thing mm-hmm. like that happens when stressed or bad or in both good or bad situations it's just the thing but so like that is within the family you understand it but like outside of it someone would be you know whatever like not understand it so that's what i'm curious about is this phrase something that your family invented 
I've never questioned it. So I need to, I need to solicit the crowd, the audience, the listeners once again to find out. Do you refer to smelling like outside as smelling like outside or do you have a different phrase for it? Yeah. I mean, I don't even have a phrase for that. Right. Like outside of what you're saying. Cause it's not, it's not like being funky or musty. You just, you know, kind of sweaty and smell like nature. Yeah. I don't, that's, to me, I'm just like, get away from me. <laughs> like, if it's a kid, if it's a, I'm like, go take a shower, goddammit. Yeah. Um, like you smell like you've been out in the sun. You know. By the way, I'm not going to have kids, guys, so don't worry. You're hearing this and you're like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> like, don't worry. I'm not I'm not taking care of anything other than animals. And I love them more than people. So, you know, so don't we- worry. Are we good on the on the Welling Fraser uh, announcement right now? I mean, as long as you recognize that uh, Welling and Fraser being in the same thing is a big deal. Like, it is. It is. Like, it absolutely is. I just both, felt like there was a lot of Fraser love. There wasn't a lot of Welling love. He's, both he's uh, a, DCU alumni, you know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is right. I forgot about that. He's on that show that I've never seen. I wanted, I, like, I love him, yeah, but I, I never watched it because it was like two seasons before that I didn't see him. You know, I can't recommend Doom Patrol to everybody, but I need to get your take on it. Like, I need to hear <laughs> what you think about it. I guess at some point I will watch it. It's it's out there, man. Like I know the first episode is free on YouTube if you if you get bored. Or okay. Whatever. Yeah. But that man, makes it easier. It is really out there, but it's out there in my type of out there. It's it scratches a similar itch to both The Tick and uh, Umbrella Academy for me. Yeah, I never yeah. saw The Tick. I've seen parts of Umbrella Academy. I'm really weird about starting shows. And then just, like, drifting and going into something else. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, that's because there's, like, we there's live in peak TV. Things. Right. This is it's peak also TV. this It's also yeah, this... Peak TV. Yeah, it's also this thing where, like, sometimes I'll start something because I'm anxious. And I yeah. need to get away from something. I need to distract myself and make myself feel better. And the two best things that I have with that are either, like, watching a show or listening to a podcast. Because mm. it just pulls me out of things. So, like, for example, Veep was a show that I tried watching X amount of time ago, and I know it was like an anxious, I need a comedy thing. And it didn't click with me. I, I'm sure it was my mood. I'm sure it was whatever. And I've been re-watching it now. Yeah. And it is killing me. Oh, my God, the insults on that show. Isn't it great when there's a it's, show that you just couldn't really get down with, but yes. then like it wraps up, so you give it another shot. And then it's like, oh, man, now all this content is available to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on, like, season three already because they don't have that many episodes yeah. in a season. So I'm like, oh, my God, this might be my favorite Julia uh, Louis-Dreyfus. Like, uh, the, the insults, man. They're what get me at the end of the day. I yeah. love it. Um, I mean, um, something similar happened to me with um, Arrested Development. Like, I watched the first episode, I want to say, when it was just on, on the air on Fox. Mm-hmm. It didn't grab me, but then, you know, I got into it a little bit later because I like started seeing Michael Sarah and some other stuff. I saw him in super bad, you know, um, 
I saw him in Scott Pilgrim. So I'm like, oh, okay, he's on this TV show mm-hmm. along with all these other actors and actresses that I enjoy from other things. Let me give it another shot. And I just yeah. watched it through that lens. Like, okay, I didn't really see them as their characters ever. I'm like, they're just giving this comedic performance now. You know, these are the actors just having a blast. And I got into it. I dug it. Yeah. I still haven't watched the newest season, seasons, yeah. whatever is out. But, yeah, I mean, the original run I loved. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, it was really, really good stuff. Um, I did that with Lost as well. That's my Lost story, which I've told on the show, where, like, I, I tried to watch it and it didn't click. And then I kept going back. and Or I finally went back because I was convinced by friends that you need to do this. And I was like, all right. So I did that. You know, I don't have too many. Usually I know. Usually I have a pretty good sense. Um yeah. That show dead to me that was ju- that just came out uh-huh. recently and just got picked up for another season. They announced that like today. Um, that show took me a little while to get into. I've heard people say that before. My coworkers actually recommended it to me. It's um, good. It's good stuff. It is. I watched the whole thing now. I'm yeah. caught up. So yeah, I watched it in like two days, like two nights. Um, it's um. Yeah, because I remember asking you, and you were like, "Yeah, you know, I watched it with my dad, and we just couldn't stop." I'm like, "Wow, yeah, that's yeah. true." It's it's um it's a page turner. It's yeah, and it's it's shorter episodes too. It's not like a, a fifty minute right show. It's like twenty to thirty. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's still like has a drama element to it, or a dark comedy, a black comedy. Right. So, it's it's kind of it's a weird one. It's a weird show. It is a weird show, and what what's funny to me is that, um, oh my goodness, Christina Applegate, her delivery, uh, the way that she acts is a lot like, um, oh my goodness, the guy from Arrested Development, the main guy. Bateman? Yeah. Jason Bateman? Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch her show years ago, Samantha Who? Uh, I think I skipped that one. Okay, it was really good, um, and that was the show that kind of sold me on Applegate, because I did not watch... Oh, God, what was the show? Not Married with Children. Yeah, that one. Okay, yeah. Um, no, that was a, <laughs> that was a I poor found that example. Show gross. Yeah, it was a poor example of acting ability from everybody involved. Right, um, and I wouldn't judge anyone based off of something like that. But what I'm saying is that I, like, my exposure to her was limited. So it was that and then The Sweetest Thing, yeah. which was one of those I was like, oh, my God, this is like... You know, that type of movie, but it's women, and I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, oh my, that was the first time that I saw anything like that. What sold me on Christina Applegate was Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, what is that? That, you, oh, man, this is great. Okay, so. I don't know. <laughs> it was either shortly after or while she was on Married with Children that she decided to start her movie career, and the first one was Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Sounds which promising. Is exactly what it was. It was just their parents was on vacation. Was she the dead babysitter? No, she was the one that was, uh, she, she became the mom after the babysitter died and her parents were out of town before cell phones existed. So they couldn't just call and check on them. They like God, cell phones ruined so many stories. Yeah, seriously. So like they, they went on some type of cruise or something like that and they couldn't come yep. home right away. So as yeah. one does with their fucking children in the eighties, we were like, let me just. <laughs> throw them out there and see if they live 
but it's just one of those like you know teen coming of age movies because you know there was a guy she was sweet on and of course she had annoying little brothers and sisters and she had to take mm-hmm. care of them but the tagline like not the tagline but like one of the lines from the movie because one of her brothers is a knucklehead and so you know she's yelling at him she's like you got to do the dishes before you can go out with your little ragtag group of friends or whatever and so he goes on the rooftop and uh his buddy's throwing the dishes like clay pigeons and he's shooting them with his pellet gun and he goes the dishes are done dude and that oh was like the God. end of the trailer but at the time sounds terrible it was but it i was need enough. to watch it yeah no <laughs> it sounds terrible i need it <laughs> that was it that yeah. was it i, I just I, yeah. that that makes sense <laughs> that, that that checks out that and adventures right. and babysitting were like, and then of know, course it has Linda Cardellini in it, and you're just like, yeah, Daphne, you're majestic, yeah, I mean, Daphne, no. yeah, no, she was Velma, she was Velma, Velma, whatever, yeah. I saw there's a weird when I was looking for my comic book for this week, which we get into later with graphic novels, that mm-hmm. there's like a weird hipster Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, yeah, like Scooby Doo Untold In space or, or I don't know something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. it's like a post-apocalyptic Scooby Doo. Right, and yeah. I'm both intrigued and disgusted, so that's probably going to be you know, like next week's book. It's so strange. All those Hanna Barbera books that DC took a, a gamble on, mm-hmm. um, they had no business being as interesting as they were. Because were they good. That's well, interesting. Yeah, and I, I gotta I gotta be a hundred percent honest. I didn't read many of them because when I heard Hanna Barbera, I'm thinking, Oh cool, so they're gonna bring like Space Ghost and like the Blue Falcon in and make them superheroes or something like that. No. Those weren't Hanna Barbera, were they? Oh yeah. They definitely were. Um uh-huh. Yeah, Space Ghost was uh because remember they had Space Ghost Coast to Coast and that was on Cartoon Network, which was a Hanna Barbera Turner type. But wasn't that like an adult thing? Um, not initially. So Space Ghost initially was just a straight up okay. fifteen minute superhero but cartoon. Coast to Coast, that one. Coast to Coast was made using the animation from that old cartoon. That's why they made it what? because they did it on the cheap. Yeah, none of that was new animation. Huh. All they did was cu- uh, cut and paste it off, you know, of other stuff. That's why he was always making like the same gestures and everything like that, you know. I mean, I didn't like that show because it yeah. was weird. Like, yeah. it was that for, cause I used to, I remember watching, cause that was on Adult Swim, right? Exactly. Right. Well, it was so, like late night Cartoon Network. Right. But so then it turned into Adult Swim. I remember when I first got into late night Cartoon Network. These, this was in the time when I was getting into like reruns on Comedy Central of SNL and stuff like that during the day. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. You know, like I'd come home or, you know, skip school, which was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't do that. You'll skip a grade, and, uh, or you'll have to repeat a grade, like I did. <laughs> um, but I, so I would like stay home from school, or when I would get home from school, I would watch SNL and all that. And then at night, because you know, poor supervision, I would watch Adult Swim. Yeah. So that I was watching like Family Guy for like okay. before that became a thing. Yeah. So that's where um, you got in. You got in during right. the Family Guy. And then years. home movies and right, uh, right. like all of that stuff. Like that really the oblongs. Oh my god, remember the oblongs? Oh, definitely. So yeah. with with Space Ghost specifically, they had to fill some time in the late night uh Cartoon Network block before <laughs> they even thought about putting on an animation for adults. Back when if they ran out of stuff to air, they would just show infomercials, you know? Right. Um, so they would just take old episodes of Space Ghost and just chop them up and put him 
in this talk show setting, oh which is God. why he had like his villains Zorak and Moltar as yeah. his uh, as his crew, and then sometimes Brack would show up, and they would always just be doing like the same few frames of animation, but they would just put different dialogue behind it. That is so weird. It is, but it worked. It, I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and like explore this a little yeah, bit more just to see it with new eyes, because it's it's gonna it's gonna impress you how they fooled you for so long and thinking they were just putting out all that content. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they would just get a celebrity and they would interview them in a, you know, just a generic studio mm-hmm. with the actual voice actor and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they would just animate it after that. That's awesome. Right. I love that they did that. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. They oh got really inventive back then. And then they started coming out with, you know, their original show specifically geared at adults. So they had, um, uh, they, they continued with Space Ghost. They did a Brack spinoff where he had like a, a yeah. family, which is weird. Um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which... Oh, oh right. That took that, off. That took off way too hard and way too long. I blame I blame Pot. That, was, then, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was Rick and Morty before Rick and Morty. Mm, I can't even give it that much credit. <laughs> like, Rick and Morty not, at not least like, tries. No, I'm not talking about any of the stuff. I'm talking about fandom and the, the thing that it... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. That, then, um, that like, culture almost... My favorite one was Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Yep, I remember Harvey <laughs> Birdman. I, I remember all of this stuff. I just didn't like, or, or wait, let me rephrase that. I probably would like it now, but I yeah. didn't get it. Yeah. You know, like some of it kind of struck me weird too, and I think it's kind of an age thing because it was like these characters are pure. Leave them alone. You know. Yeah. Everybody was always trying to make Scooby and Shaggy potheads and everything, and I'm like, no, dude. They just like to hang out and they get hungry. It's fine. Don't don't put that on them. I once you know? saw a Scooby Doo Thanksgiving special. Yeah. And um, they literally had like a turkey baster, mm-hmm. and they the the way that the animators framed it was that the bird's <laughs> legs were in the air and it looked like they were artificially inseminating. Oh the no! And it was like, whoosh, whoosh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they made yeah. some bad choices with shortcuts back then. Cause, uh, oh, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they, they got they bored. Knew. They yeah, were just trying yeah. to pass the time. Yeah, it's hard work. You gotta do something. <laughs> so, so okay. Summer movies Summer are kicking movies. in. Yeah, they are. And just to get into this, so there's a rumor right now that Keanu Reeves <laughs> is going to join the MCU. Okay. Why? Like, oh crap! What did I do? I'm sorry, I messed up the notes. <laughs> um, like I pressed the wrong button. That was my bad. You guys have no idea what just happened, but I just flipped it. Okay, so he's in talks to join the Eternals. Huh. Um, which it, they're saying is he's in early negotiations, and Angelina Jolie and Kumail Nanjiani. Huh. So Kumail's gonna be a superhero, which that I totally buy. That's like, cool. That that would be cool. I mean, um, I don't know anything about the Eternals, but if having, he's gonna be a villain or what, I, I I think it'd be fun to see. I hope they don't make him the villain, just because you know, I he's too sweet. Yeah, he's too sweet. Yeah, yeah. hashtag too sweet. Um, <laughs> I think. Okay, having read Neil Gaiman's Eternals comic from a few years back, yeah, 
I know absolutely any. I know nothing about the fucking Eternals. <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way. Yeah, like it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy was before the movie came out. Like I didn't See, give a fuck about the Guardians. Yes, that's what I'm. That's why I'm kind of excited because yeah. I don't shit about it and I have no expectations for it. And that's right. exactly what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, what they're gonna make a raccoon talk? What? <laughs> Something like, about what is, a raccoon. And yeah, then there's so, a tree. What are you talking? What is this? Yeah, and then the dude from Parks and Rec. Yeah, what, what they got Fat Andy in there, like you know. Fucking Vin Diesel. Fuck that shit. No, a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just... no. Re- I mean, there was so much about that movie that shouldn't have worked. <laughs> it was like Mad Libs, you know. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't have worked, but yeah, I they've earned my trust enough to give them twelve bucks or whatever the cost of yeah, a movie I, is when that finally comes out. Uh, fifty-four dollars. Yeah. Presumably. Maybe maybe that movie pass will come back, huh? Yeah, yeah. No. Is that officially gone? I th- it's dead to me. Once they went bankrupt <laughs> and they people yeah. were getting turned down, you know, being yeah, able to see movies. Yeah, that was that was fucked. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, it was a it was a bad premise. It was a bad execution of that idea well, anyway. Yeah, well, that's the that's the whole thing is that this this model cannot sustain itself. Like that was it. Yeah. Oh, ooh, it looks like they're they're still alive. Their hmm. their website's still alive. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't trust Twitter. them. They have Twitter. They're still tweeting. They went bankrupt once. I'm not trusting them again. Oh fuck no! I'm not no. giving them anything. But they are still going, guys. Yeah. They're still alive. Don't do okay. it. All right. Good for them. So Eternals. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I know they have a um they have a female director, which is cool. Oh. Sweet. Who is it? Do you know? I don't know offhand. I was reading it in the story, actually. I need to go back and check it out. But, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I I skimmed the story, and I was like, cool, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough to get me in, man. You know, um, Keanu Reeves, I would like them to have something... Chloe Zhao yeah. the director. That name does not sound familiar to me. Hmm. Okay, keep talking. I'm going to look her up. <laughs> yeah, I just, when I see Keanu Reeves' name attached to something, I want it to be something meaty. Like, you know, he was, uh, he was in that movie, uh, Always Be My Maybe. Oh that's my been God, getting a lot that of stuff. Was so good. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I feel like I have because the entire internet pulled a Game of Thrones and just kept on talking about it. So yeah. I know all the story beats. I know all the cameos. Yeah, well, no one cares anymore. <laughs> it's just doing that all the yeah. time yeah I mean, interesting so this chloe Zhao has only directed two feature-length films oh okay um songs my brother taught my brothers taught me and the writer i've heard good things about the writer i haven't seen it and yeah. then she did several short films before that okay uh so she's very young doesn't she's born in 1982 doesn't oh, wow. have a, a huge catalog and yet Marvel is going, yeah, no, here, here's a here's a thing. Do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited risks. about this. They take those type of risks and they usually pay off, so uh, unless you're the inhumans. But other than that, it pays off. Did they did something happen with that one? Or nothing it, happened with that one? Nothing happened with that one. That they're, TV so they're show not doing came and anymore? went. No, they turned it into a TV show. Oh yeah, that's right. right. Okay. See? Nobody but watched I- it. I watched it once, and I said, I am not wasting my time on this. I feel bad enough wasting my time on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, oh, yeah. I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I never watched it. I never watched. I don't really 
care yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the TV shows. I want to care. Let's just I say care I want to care. You see TV shows. When they had deep ties to the, to the MCU as a whole, I was interested. I was invested. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens peripherally from all these stories. But then they kept losing track. They kept losing sight. They became overambitious with the connection with mm-hmm. the movies and TV to the point where one didn't really reflect on the other. I mean, Samuel right. Jackson showed up uh, late one season. I, I think it was around when um, Winter Soldier was about to come out. Yeah, because that broke the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that they, was they, like they had to they they had this whole thing set up, and then they were like, "Well, bye, <laughs> bye, Shield." <laughs> right, right. So now there's Shield on TV, and then there's. Whatever Nick Fury's doing over there, which they don't really call S.H.I.E.L.D., but they don't not call it S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, whatever. Anyway, all I know is that um, Lady Sif went to the TV Marvel Universe and never came back. Well, she had to do that tattoos show. Is that still going on? I don't know. I don't think so. I never watched it. Well, she can carve out a few months in the summer to film a movie, is all I'm saying. Not No, not with a television show. If they can get... If they can get Natalie Portman to come back, they get Lady. They Seth didn't to come get back. Natalie Portman to come back. That was unused footage. Did they have to pay her for that though? I would think so. Bitch, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She got some of that back. She in. appears. Yeah. It's, it's her. Uh, I assume. Yeah. I assume they'd have to at least pay her scale. Right. Right. Um, just based off of uh, it, that's got to be like the um the Crispin Glover defense yeah. like that. It's got to fall under that, which is if you're using my image. I have to a give you permission and b get compensated for it because that's what he went and fought for with Back to the Future too. Yeah, like come here. Sorry, Beamo's doing things. It's okay. <laughs> okay, baby Beams. Okay. No, but like that's what he fought for with Back to the Future too. Was they yeah. used his his an impersonator basically right. and his imagery? They did makeup to make it look like him. And he's like, what the fuck? I didn't agree yeah. to do this. You right. can't do that. It's, I mean, it's going to be the same thing going forward with, you know, animation being the way that it is. Man, um, how creepy was it at the end of um, Rogue One with uh, Carrie Fisher? Wow, fucking spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a perfect example, which it, it's that and, and the same thing with uh, the guy that they recreated. Oh, uh, General Fawn or whatever his name yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll that say guy. that. Someone's yeah, yelling General, at this podcast General Prongs, right now. Whatever. So <laughs> that, that guy, like, they, you know, they, they use his imagery and everything like that. And General that, Prongs from Mon Calamari. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, this, this brings up, like, you know, that issue, which is, you know, you have to compensate. You have to get permission. Um, in the case of someone who's deceased, I would assume the rule becomes you have to get permission from the family. Yeah, and um, some people frown on that. And I wanted to ask you about that, too. That's yeah. something that's kind of been on my mind. So a what? lot of folks are a little wary about the next Star Wars movie because they have to use Carrie, footage, uh, Carrie, footage, Carrie Fisher footage that they uh, filmed and didn't use last time. They're going to use a little bit of CG from what I understand, or at mm-hmm. least that's being discussed. So mm-hmm. what's the statute of limitations there? I mean, we had a whole movie where all they did was take old footage of celebrities that had passed away and made them say things about Forrest Gump and about how great he was. So what's the statute of limitations there? So you mean with getting permission? 
Well, I mean, with the respecting the party that okay, passed so away. I, I, so I don't know what like the official rules are. I know yeah. where they came from. I know that it's it's a thing. Um, I would assume it's kind of similar to how if you write a novel, you know, you got like a hundred years, that's yours, and then it's it's open to everyone. Anyone can publish it. Anyone can do whatever with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not talking yeah. about like um, copyright law. I, I'm talking right. about like the I'm idea saying that I imagine legally it's similar to copyright law. Well, not even legally. I'm just talking about it like, as a fan, as somebody okay. that respected the work of Carrie Fisher. Like, so I think that if if you're a filmmaker who has to make that call, mm-hmm. um, you have to you have to talk to the family. And if you do not get the permission from the family to do every single thing that goes through it, and if you have the family against you, you're fucked. So don't even bother. Um, Yeah, because they're just going to badmouth you to the press. Because the family's not going to win against Disney. At the end of the day, they're not. They're not going to win. Right. Um, They they will never win in a court with Disney. Yeah. And if they do, they will be drained dry of all of their finances by the end of the day. So, and then yeah, lawyers we'll, will take most of the settlement and everything like that. We'll have so, to discuss the uh, the uh, the families of Joel Siegel and Jerry Shuster and Bob Kane yeah. and all their legal battles and stuff because that's right. that's interesting and sad. Yeah, you know, and it I'd really have to is. do more research on that. I think that the, I mean, I know I know the basics of it. I don't know that much about it. I think mm-hmm. that in the case of Carrie Fisher. Um, it's all Billy. Like it's her. It's her call. Billy Lord's call. Well, that's good. That's um, good. That's no, I'm not saying that's the official thing. I'm saying that my. I'm saying that for. Well, I've read that she goes. Oh, it's respectful and everything like that. As far as permission, though, I if I were J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, whomever, I would be working directly with her. And going, you know, okay, you are her child. You know, like, if uh, Debbie Reynolds was still alive, she would also be a factor. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you were using Debbie Reynolds, for example, like her imagery, I would say that her son would also be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he necessarily has a say. I think he probably does as far as, like, them just being courteous, but with Carrie's legacy. Uh, but I would say it's 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 Billy Lord. Like she, it's her mother. She's young. She's my age, so she's still dealing with you know everything, the legacy with losing her mother so young and everything like that. Yeah. Um. So I think that as far as how you go about that is, you just get that blessing. And you run everything by them, and you involve them in the process as much as they want to be involved in the process, really. Aside from, like, altering the story. And in that case, you're getting into weird, I don't know how you navigate that. I mean, that's a job of a director, producer, and all of that. Like, you're you're going to have to deal with people. So you're going to have to deal with issues that come up. Um, but I think, you know, to me, that's... I don't worry too, because I think Carrie would, whatever happens, she would find it hilarious. So it's almost like she's not a good example. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, you're, you're right in that regard. And Mark Hamill and everybody her? that knew her would say that, yeah, 
right. as well. It's also not her. Mm-hmm. It's her character. That's when you hmm. get into a little bit of a thing. So I have more issues with, say, like the Tolkien movie. Okay. That is saying this is Tolkien's life and his marriage and his X, Y, and Z. And you're talking about the interpersonal stuff of a real person as opposed to a character. And that's where I'm like, you're getting it. I mean, that family has rejected that movie completely. That's like, true. You know, so so that is, you know, that's when you get into really dangerous territory, in my opinion. Mm. Um, mostly the families, I think, when you're talking about fictional characters, if it's something as important as, like, you know, General Leia, they, they go, okay, well, just make sure, like, you pay respect to the character and her and everything like that. Don't do something shitty with it. That's kind of it. I, I would assume that that's how you deal with it. But, you know, what are you talking all, about? It's all interesting. And, you know, there's going to be people who are outspoken about it. There are going to be people who would. There are going to be people who put words in her mouth. There are going to be people that put words, uh, you know, to to power in a way that makes it seem like any type of representation of, of her or her character on screen is going right. to be offensive and disappointing. It, there's, there's no well, right people answer. People want to be offended by everything, so that's a whole separate issue. Uh, see, like, I hear, I hear that, but I, I, I gotta tell you, that statement. It like, sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. It, it sucks. Does. Because it's, it does suck. But I can't how imagine can someone not real. wanting to be offended. I can see people prone to quick, to quickly become offended. I can see that, and I'm not going over semantics here. It's just we've talked about what we've talked about. You think that 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 opinion. Um, gives you a personality. I've seen I've seen this with a lot of people, and you have too. Where it's like the things that you hate define you as much as the things that you love. That's one aspect of it. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean that's what that's what I mean though. Like there there is that there there's something that bad that's feed like like the internet is feeding that bad part of our brain is basically what i'm saying right and i'm not saying like oh you know like everyone's offended and everything like that i'm saying that this is a thing that's clearly we're dealing with on a cultural level on a large scale and that end result is a lot of people getting offended at a lot of things and some of those things are very valid and they should be offended by and we should change and some of those things are Forest for the trees. My concern comes from, and this is something I mentioned last week about the whole change.org petition to redo uh, Game of Thrones or whatever. Um, My concern is the whole boy who cried wolf thing where people will get tired of hearing about folks getting that angry about fiction, about things that... Oh, don't that's, matter that's, in the grand scheme that's of things. Exactly what I was trying to say, which right. is you're, you're missing the forest for the trees. Like you're, yeah. you are not seeing the bigger picture when there. It's like there are a lot of problems that we do need to be enraged about. But if you're getting enraged about everything, it's you're going to miss it. Like you're going yeah. to miss this, these important issues. That yeah, like uh, you're talking about getting, other, getting mad about fiction and everything. On the other side of the coin, I understand too that. People do need to kind of relax themselves a little bit when it comes to just trying to shut down concern just from the onset, just by being dismissive of it. 
because they're just trained to do so. They're trained just organically now. Just, oh, yeah, you know, typical this. When that starts coming out of your mouth, (laughs) when those type of sentiments and thoughts start appearing in front of you, you really need to take stock of yourself and and figure out why is everything just being swept under the rug? Why is it everybody else is wrong but me? Yeah. No, that's true. I, I I do I did make a very generalized statement, but you understand like I feel like most people listening understand at oh, this point. Oh, absolutely. I'm not calling I you out or anything. It's just something that's kind of been getting well, under my skin lately. With me specifically doing it or oh, everyone? No, everybody. Okay. Well, no. that's I mean, and look, if it is me specifically, I want to be aware of it. I, I yeah, yeah. want to be, you know I'm not going to argue. Educated on. I want to get learned. I'm not going to argue with you on the podcast unless it's entertaining. If I have an (laughs) issue with you, we talk before the show. Yeah, it's it's more podcast stuff. So who gives a shit? I don't care. Our Patreon listeners get to hear us argue. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, Matt quit the podcast this week. Yeah, if you'd like yeah, to yeah. find out why, check out our Patreon. <laughs> yes, you got our Patreon page. Subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I look. People, there are going to be people that are going to get upset about it, and and the reason that I say that, oh, they're getting outraged at, at X, Y, and Z, is because I've seen things that <laughs> I, I'm seeing it. Okay, perfect example right now. Pride. It's Pride Month. Pride yeah. Month has started. June is Pride Month. It's Pride Month because of Stonewall. That's when the Stonewall riots happened. And the first anniversary of Stonewall was the first gay pride parade. And thus, that is like 1969 was when it started. That was when Stonewall happened. A year later, we do the first Pride. That's why Pride Month exists. So, I'm seeing a lot of people, and don't get me wrong, they're funny. Like, they're, yeah. they're making me laugh. But I'm also seeing straight people retweet and share this and that's in in this thing and it's it's like making jokes about corporations embracing pride for money mm-hmm. yeah which is a genuine concern and a real thing but then at the same time i'm seeing some people make the joke and i'm like why are you making that joke um no one like, per- no one i know personally but like just a joke that businesses are using pride to right so they make, make memes and so like one meme was uh crusty crab uh or mr crabs so it was like why are you doing pride or whatever for your business and he's like money 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 like that right. that thing yeah and, and there have been several of them and some of them are hilarious like uh the one that i saw earlier was michael scott kissing oscar Oh yeah. Remember that? And it's yeah. like and it was and it was corporations embracing pride and then it <laughs> was Michael Scott and then Oscar was gay people. Like mm-hmm. like was, was him going, Oh god, no, don't <laughs> so it's one of those things where I'm like, Okay, this is funny, but it's also a weird complaint over a thing that I feel was demanded, which is recognize us recognize like this community right right and then to go oh oh, now you're just doing it for money i I, i'm just i'm confused by the messaging i'm like i'm glad that you brought this up and this is the second time i've said this on the show but i'm really glad you brought this up because this is something i wanted to ask you about too um when pride month uh began Mm -hmm. and 
you started to change the social media stuff to, you know, just celebrate pride and everything like that. At first, like there was a part of me where inside I'm like, okay, this feels like kind of off. Not because it's like, oh no, I'm not all about that. You know better than that. I know. Yeah. But just the fact that it, it was like, this is my brand and here I am incorporating uh, you know, gay pride into my brand, but I'm not LGBTQ. Yeah, but, but I am. You are. And right. I mean, so, and I was the one who did it. So like, yeah. And I mean, that's the, that's the easy answer. I, you know, honestly, like that's like, okay, okay. Whoo, that's fine. She did it. It's right, not right, me. Right. I don't care. But, but if the, that wasn't the case, but if it wasn't the case, the reality is, is that yes, this is my brand and yeah. I am still welcoming of LGBTQ. Yeah. And so I'm still going to celebrate it along with everyone else, or at least show that my brand, that my my particular show is embracing of that culture so, and wanting to incorporate it. So, so the thing that I've seen that I haven't liked has not been anyone within the community mm-hmm. that has been like, you know, I don't feel cool with all of these companies taking this on. That's not what I like. If they're voicing that, I'm going, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I see your point there. It's seeing people that are like, these corporations are fucking pandering. They're doing this, they're doing that. And I'm like, you're not even in the conversation, man. No, no, that's what it feels like. And it, (laughs) and and, you know, there's like, there's a a straight pride parade in Boston that's going to happen. There's, there's so much bullshit, man. And it's just like, it's, I mean, it's, it's not just like, but it's, there's, you know, there's Black History Month, and then you hear people like, "Why do we have White History Month?" And you're like, "What the fuck? You're not even a part of this." Like, now that's like, that's some wall of weird shit right there. You sent me that link. The dude from Smash Mouth spoke up against that straight yeah. pride parade. Yeah, that is. We can say that as wall of weird, which is the the yeah the Smash Mouth is apparently <laughs> smashing it on Twitter, and <laughs> um, they're. They're like super progressive, apparently, and like you know, they were like, "Fuck your straight pride parade," basically. <laughs> so that's our wall of weird moment. Uh, we're just like, "What is happening?" First of all, what year is it? Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's I don't know. It's 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 a confusing thing. I think that you can feel both ways about it. You can feel both like you love it because you're like, "Oh my god, these companies are embracing." All of this and also feel like, ah, but are they doing it for money? But that's right. You need to be aware. Like what the, the, I think that that moment that you had is just as valuable as me going, you know, if you did the same thing for like a Black History Month thing where I'd be like, oh shit, am I, is that okay? Did I'm part of that? Like that's, I think that's okay. Like I think that yeah. that's a normal thing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's, that's just it too. The, the conclusion I came to is that there is no conclusion. I'm still learning. I also you know? did all of that. I did not plan to do all of that to change all the social media. <laughs> um, it will probably change back before Pride Month is over. Um, but I was seeing, a, I was seeing some bullshit bigotry online, transphobia uh, and yeah. homophobia and all, like all of that. And I just was like, nah, son, not today. Not today, Satan. Right. So I was like, all right, this is changing at least for a week or so. And that's fine. You know, I mean, beyond all that it represents, I like rainbows. 
So I th- see. Thank you. Seriously, yeah. thank you. I also love the um, <coughs> the new version of the Pride flag, which they didn't have when I did the filter. But have you seen the newer version of the Pride flag that includes uh, black and brown? No, I haven't. So there is a um, a Pride flag that uh, they put black and brown stripes at the top, which is recognizing that people of color exist within this community. And that they're that they are a part of our community, and therefore their rights matter as yeah. well. And we need to fight for the rights of everyone within this community, and that includes people of color. Exactly, it's it's about inclusion of folks that are marginalized, right? You know, and that's just it. That's what we stand for. You and I as a duo, that's what we right, stand for. Right, which is what um, oh god, what's it called? Uh, feminism, the term yeah. feminism, where you're including. Uh, anyway, it it originated with you know women of color going, um, we're women too, right? Uh, and you have to help us with racial issues as well because that affects women. Hello, like you know that that just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard some disappointing things about Boys Town here in Chicago recently, and their lack of inclusion of people of color. In a lot of I don't different know what that scenarios. is. What is that? I'm not in Chicago, so what so is it? Boys Town. I mean, it's pretty much as it says on the tin. Boys Town is basically the neighborhood in Chicago where uh, the majority of the gay community comes to hang out. So there's like gotcha. a lot of gay bars and stuff like that there. Um, a lot of uh, shops that uh, appeal to right. uh, you know that that lifestyle. You know, it's, it's your version of the Castro. Hmm. Now, see, that's I'm not familiar with that. Oh, uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we both learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> but I love how the term Boys Town is just on the nose. It's like, yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. Boys Town. Um, so a lot of uh, white families tend to uh, gravitate towards that area. Uh, you know, white cis families yeah. gravitate towards yeah. that area. Because they're like, oh, it's safe to raise my kids here. You know? Yep. Yeah. And it's like you're missing the point completely. <laughs> like yeah. gay people were driven to this area to get away from your ridicule and and bullshit and now you're gonna come and try yeah. to not only appropriate <sighs> that, but probably try to control it too, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Fucking don't do that. But whatever. <laughs> That's, yeah, uh, I would, that's a whole I different feel, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I don't know. I think it's an interesting conversation. Um everyone certainly has the right to have these conversations. That's I I just caution against overdoing it. Yeah. In any way with certain things. Like certain things are definitely important, but you have to recognize that some things really aren't. And, you know, Game of Thrones not turning out the way that you wanted it to. <laughs> and, you know, is not, it, it's not that important. That's entitlement right there. It is, it is. And, and look, I, I, I wanted it to be X, Y, and Z too. Like, I, you know, I had expectations as well. We all have our own headcanon and fan fiction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't change. The situation we're in, which is, you know, you just, you have to go forward. And <laughs> hey, the, the last few books, if they ever get released, are probably going to be dope. So The true ending. The true ending of Game of Thrones was Elmo sitting down at the table 
with Tyrion and Cersei working that shit out with words. That was oh my it. god, I loved that so much. Go check it out. That's the true ending, guys. If you want to know how Game of Thrones really ends, I don't Elmo. have a prop. I, yeah, I'm not getting. I can't. Nope. Can't. <laughs> I know. Can't, I can't. I know. All right, summer movies. What do you? <laughs> summer movies. All right. Are you gonna see Godzilla? Because that's out, right? It is out, and I have not seen it, and I'm I want to see it. To. Okay. <laughs> I don't I care. Do I just care about the recent, the most recent one with Cranston. Oh, yeah. This probably isn't for you then, because it's like more of the same. Yeah, with, with I, less thought it was, I thought it was going to be better than it was. Yeah, like it, it just. I don't know. Something fell flat. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I dug it. I dug it because it had. I didn't stakes. hate it. I just yeah. didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. It seems. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I feel like it was important to bring Godzilla back to America without it being that last one that happened in 2000. Right. You know, so we got like the big monster threat. We got like the imposing figure of Godzilla once again without it tied up in McDonald's Happy Meals and shit like that. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, and now, of course, they're setting up the big fight between Godzilla and King Kong. So. Um, I want to see this one. Is that what this movie was? This is supposed to be the bridge uh, between Kong, Skull Island, and... I didn't see that one either. Yeah. And I want to see that. Like, I keep forgetting that it exists because... I don't care about King Kong. That's that's my issue. Peter Jackson killed King Kong for me. Oh, my God. I think that's the only movie I've fallen asleep in the theaters. Yeah. This is fucking garbage. It made me bored of Jack Black. That takes effort, because Jack Black is just a powder keg of energy. Twas Jackson who killed the king. <laughs> well, karate, I'll kick your ass. Yeah. I'm here on a run over there. I love that fucking so show. So we both, we're both going to watch Spider-Man. <laughs> There's no doubt about that, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, like that's yeah, that's be, happening. That's going to be cool. This, is that July or is it this month? I think it's July. That's going to be yeah. like our, our hangover cure for Endgame, basically. That's going to well, be our... Um, what's the word... You know, <laughs> for the meetings and all that you go to AA? Not AA, but like, well, I don't know. You're I don't know. Meetings. <laughs> um, I, I did see something interesting that you know people were comparing Endgame to Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Um, saying like one was a very satisfying conclusion and the other one wasn't, and why? Oh, that was it was a uh, it was Batman, Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about that. And I thought that was interesting. But now, do you do you normally listen to that show or you listen no, to I it don't. because I okay yeah. They, I, they, I, well, they put I out listen, a good show. I listened to it. I listened to some of his Kevin Smith stuff in the past, and then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I should revisit some of the stuff because I do like Kevin Smith, yeah. and I. Found I, this is what I'll say about that, and then I'll be done with it. I found that they were the first real criticism of Game of Thrones that I could stomach on yeah. that episode because it was valid criticism that, like, it was it was constructive and it was done out of love, not out of I just want to blah. Oh, like I just hate this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I like Kevin Smith and I like uh, Mark Bernardin because they are. Um, they have a penchant to want to like things, like they go in optimistic. Yes, that see, that's all I need. And yeah. I and I, if people are trying to claim that they, you know, while they're saying these terrible things, like you know, I wanted it to be good, but I yeah. saw it going downhill in season six. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? 
I feel bad for people that are just like susceptible to that type of influence, like going into it. Like, yeah, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. It's hard not to. It's, yeah. It's because when you hear something enough, your brain does switch, and it goes, "Man, is this terrible?" I think that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, transitioning to. Another Sophie Turner, Dark Phoenix. Are you seeing Dark, Dark Phoenix? Phoenix? I feel like I kind of have to just to finish this out. So I've seen every X Men movie. That's what I'm. Cu- so I don't know. I don't remember what I've seen. So as did far you see the new X Men movies? Okay. So did you see um, Days? Of- you didn't see Days of Future Past. No, that was the one with Ki- they brought back Kitty Pride, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I saw that. They brought back the whole gang. Yes, and the okay. Iceman was there, and I was like, "Yeah, I yeah. love Iceman." Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you see uh, First Class? Yes. Okay. Okay. Did you see Age of Apocalypse? This is what I'm going. No, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people didn't see that one. Trust me, a lot of people did. Oh, see okay. That one. So the only one that I missed was Apocalypse. Right. It seems like there were more, right? Yeah, it feels but like they've been coming out with those forever, and I just consider- have missed them. Consider the whole Quicksilver thing. So Quicksilver, they introduced in first class. Did right? they? No, I think it was Days of Future Past. <laughs> now I messed up. <laughs> because they had to introduce Quicksilver. I know Quicksilver has had... I loved first class. Yeah. Loved it. Days yeah. of Future Past, I thought was fun. It was I fun. It was a little overloaded. Apocalypse was boring as fuck. Okay. Well, who yeah. directed that? Oh, well, that know. explains it. All right. Yeah, oh, that, that, yeah that explains it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because X-Men First Class was directed by Matthew Vaughn. That's why it was dope. Yeah. He's a good director. He's so, yeah, there was, there was First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and then Dark Phoenix. Yes. So yeah. I haven't seen Apocalypse... And I'm cur- I mean, but I want to because I, I do like the people that they've cast in these films. Yeah, but they don't give them anything to do. It's like okay. if you just stand around in a costume. Maybe Dark just- Phoenix will be good. Yeah, I hope so. It's 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 gone through some reshoots and they've delayed it. Uh, you know, partially in part because of the merger. But yeah, and I know it's the that last there's- one. Yeah, but hopefully they've taken the Wait, opportunity. No, they're doing to just- the new. Oh, the new mutants. Never mind. That that's never coming out. <laughs> Oh, God, the oft-delayed New Mutants. It's pushed back to 2020 now. Yeah, no, it's not. That's never coming out. Yeah. With this merger, that's just going to go in a vault. We might see it in 40 years if we're all still alive. I kept reading people who had a good idea just to release it on Hulu. You know, just low low stakes. Just be like Hulu exclusive or Disney Plus exclusive. There you go. I think it's Disney is wanting to take over all of these properties and things, and they're just not. They're not going to do it. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they filmed that in 2017, and then they did re- Dark Phoenix. Sorry, yeah. and then they did reshoots in 2018, late so last they're, year. They're gonna look a little oh bit a, a smidge older in some scenes. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Just a this is also it's gonna be weird. Why are we doing Dark Phoenix again? Because they didn't learn their lesson the first time. I know it wasn't done well the first time. I get it. But, uh, yeah, okay. They're going to have to... I mean, I also wonder, are we really ever going to see the X-Men in the Marvel movies? It's so far down the line. Yeah, I mean, everything's going to be debuted, and and who gives a shit? Why why are people excited over this? Like, it's so far away. 
they're going to have to do a full reboot to bring an X-Men and Fantastic Four. What's funny is no one's talking about Fantastic Four at all. <laughs> because we've been burned too we many times been. on Fantastic Four. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. I wanted to like it. I mean, they should incorporate Fantastic Four tomorrow with Spider-Man. Just have them be in the next Spider-Man movie. Like, oh. that's what it should be. Yeah. You know? They, That'd be neat. Yeah, don't bother making... Just introduce them in another movie. Yeah. And don't worry about making a solo movie. They're already Fantastic Four. You can mm. retroactively do like they did with Captain Marvel, where it was like they can retroactively go back, tell their origin story if they really feel the fucking need to do that again. And and just have them be guest stars. Make John Krasinski read. Um, make Emily Blunt... Uh, what's her name? Sue what's, Storm. Sue Storm. Yeah. I don't care who, who plays the other two. Bring back uh, Chris Evans as Human Oh, Torch. God, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would believe I mean, he it. was great at that, though. He was. And Chickless was good as his thing. I mean, he did what he could, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was grumpy and rocky. Yeah. That's all we needed. So, Men in Black. How yeah. do you feel about those? Oh, I don't care about Men in Black, but I do think okay. the new one looks good. I enjoyed fun. the first Men in Black movie. I did when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in years. The Men in Black animated series, though, yes. Okay. Yes. Is it good? Right, it yeah. was so good. We talked about this before. Um, <laughs> the I'm Men sure. in Black animated series is great. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Men in Black 2 was okay. Men in Black 3 was trash. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the more recent one, right? That was yeah. like Roland playing yeah. young Tommy Lee Jones. You're right. <laughs> like, Okay. You get Josh Brolin. You know, he's you, got his dad. Like, he could actually just play a different <laughs> character and then play his dad. His dad could play whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Men in Black International is coming out. And I'm excited about it. Because I like those, too. I like, um, uh, what's her name? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, yes. And I like Thor. I like him. Yeah. So. This, this also has Camille Nanziani in it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's hilarious and great. It's got it's got music by Danny Elfman. It's directed by F. Gary Gray, which is dope. Danny so, Elfman. I'm still yeah. reeling over Danny Elfman. That's gonna be weird. You know, That's F. Gary good, Gray. Many many episodes you confuse with another director. This is the one that directed Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. God damn it. That was. R.I.P. John back. Singleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, that was, uh, that was dumb. It happens. <laughs> it happens. There's so many. You know what? I get so. How many episodes have we done where I just like lean on you to remind me of an actor or an actress's name? This is a frequent thing. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm old, but also you have an encyclopedic knowledge, encyclopedic knowledge of film. Yeah, and I don't. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I give you all the credit in the world for remembering what you do. I so anyway, I don't really know how I do it either. I don't know math. Does that help? <laughs> I just got rid of that years ago. That skill is gone. Man. So, oh man, I didn't even get a chance to talk about Ellen's interview with David Letterman, but people Next should time. go watch that. Yeah. I okay. haven't watched it, so it's not a good time to talk about it anyway. Right, because it's, it's it's good. It's good. That's all. Yeah. Good. What about Shaft? Shafts. <laughs> I'm excited about this based on the premise alone. I don't care about Shaft. I always thought Shaft was a dated idea 
from when it began to now. But the fact that it's like generations of shafts coming back, teaming up for some reason. It is very, very <laughs> weird. And it is. I have not seen any shaft. Didn't see the old Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that yeah, I know. Shut up. The Happy Pride, everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um Okay, yeah. The I didn't see the Samuel Jack. What was it, two thousand or whatever? Like somewhere around there. It was in that it's era. Old as shit. Like what the fuck? They're bringing like it back. They, yeah, that's a, like, and even the fact that they would go back and reference that two thousand shaft. Like Sam Jackson. Yeah, he's a yeah. star. He's somebody you want to hang your hat on. But the fact that they didn't just continue his story. They just go. You know what? Nope. It's another shaft. But this is his daddy, and this is his daddy's daddy. <laughs> was that not in that movie? I don't think so. I think I um, it was just like, I think the 2000 Shaft, they just treated it I, like he was just the Shaft. I remember when I first saw the Shaft, the trailer for Shaft, I looked up like, what the fuck is going on with this continuity? And oh. I tried to get it and I just, it didn't make sense. I'm sorry. Wikipedia's got our answer. It says yeah. Jackson's John Shaft character is the nephew of the first film's Shaft. Oh, okay. So yeah. now this is his kid. This is his kid. So, Uncle Shaft. <laughs> I'm not calling the man Uncle Shaft. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uncle Shaft. This is, yeah, and this guy is John Shaft the third somehow. The third. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if he's named after other Shafts. <laughs> the worst not a fan the next shaft you know people will complain if this ever happens but the next shaft if they ever do one it has to be a girl it's got to be a woman (laughs) no (laughs) she's got to be a player it is a bullshit you know what i think lizzo should be the next shaft oh my god that would be awesome (laughs) make it a musical go for it i'm watching it i I am too it's gonna be great yep (laughs) <laughs> yep. I'd watch it. I'd watch, watch it. shit out of that. Word. I think those are all the big movies that are coming out this summer. Yeah. Wait, no, Lion any... King. Oh, I'm oh, on board for Lion King. So... Right. How could I forget Lion King? Hmm. Well, as of now, I'm on board for it. We'll see. I mean, I thought that I, I was in between with Aladdin. I still haven't seen Aladdin. It looks... Yeah. I've heard people are just I've kind of whelmed. Not overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it's it's pretty good. So yeah. I'll probably watch it when it comes out. Same thing with Beauty and the Beast. I'll rent it or buy it, whatever, when it comes out. Yeah. No, I meant with Aladdin, people are just kind of like, oh, it was there. No, or, I know. But like, what I mean is, so yeah, Beauty <clears> and the Beast <throat> took off more. I don't know financially, but people oh, liked it. Yeah. What I'm saying is that I acknowledged, I was like, oh, okay, that's a thing. I'll watch it eventually. And just didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I... I once Disney Plus is a thing, then I can go back and marathon all those live action mm-hmm. uh, Disney films. I've only seen Beauty and the Beast, I think. Yeah, I was. What else is there? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Um, what what are they doing? There's another. We've we've done it's this out. already. I know it doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> Goldfish brain. Moving on. Yeah. So Lion anyway, King. I, that's I'm, a watch I'm, for you. It's a maybe for me. I'm gonna have to see it because D wants to see it. So I'm gonna yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that once we get that first taste of the soundtrack, because we haven't really gotten that yet. Right. 
and all of these amazing artists that they've either brought back or cultivated for this new version of it. Right. And, yeah, I'm 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 here for it. I think it's going to be really good. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great soundtrack. Even yeah. if it's not the best movie, we still have the original and then it'll be a Tarzan type situation where we'll have this amazing soundtrack. <laughs> that's that's my prediction. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think that um, at the very least, it's going to be something to talk about. Speaking of live action remakes and stuff, man, the Jeffersons and that was good. All in the Family, it was really good. Shout I out to want Jimmy that. Kimmel. I want that multiple times a year. Me too. I wonder what they can do next. I mean, they got to do Sanford and Son, right? Yeah, go to the well, find other ones, but they can also do other episodes of All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Right. Why not? There's a whole catalog there. Do it twice yes. a year. <laughs> Man. Bring the same cast together. If the same cast doesn't come back, have new people play them. It'd be fun. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I think that's a great that's great summer programming. Instead of like dancing with the stars or ice skating with the stars or Well, they've done these live the musicals for years, like a couple years now, and that's starting right. to die down, so let this take over. Thankfully. They're out of they're out of good musicals. Like Oh was my that, god! Um, the production of Grease that they did, yeah, and I yeah. was not not gonna watch that. I was not here for that because <laughs> Grease is my fave, and I was yeah. like, no, no, sir. And I gotta admit, I was very impressed. Really? Very I thought you were going other direction with no, that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, I was highly impressed with it. Um, I loved. I, I see. This is the thing. Even when they're terrible, I kind of love them as long as yeah. I like the music. Like. As long as I like the original source material, I can still watch the shitty version of it. Hmm. Like, The Sound of Music had a lot of problems, but <laughs> I that was the first one, and I was just laughing my ass off at certain things with it. So I was I was fine with most of those. Um, what about Hairspray? Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. Hairspray is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Wiz. I enjoyed that immensely. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, I saw parts of The Wiz. I saw parts of, oh, God, what was the other one? The Peter Pan one. Oh, That's yeah. That's okay. I, I didn't care. I, I don't care about Peter Pan that much in general. So I liked the, the <laughs> woman who played. Remember the old Peter Pan? Yeah. It was a woman. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I, I, when I was a kid, I really liked that. Um, but beyond that, I wasn't. It's hard to care about Peter Pan. It's It's hard to root for Peter Pan as you get older. You know, it's a little dick boy that, that takes children. <laughs> he just kids, I, na- kidnaps he, children. He's a, he's a guy <laughs> that goes, I don't ever want to grow up and I want to steal your kids. Why is that okay? Why he's are the original Mr. Steal that? Your Girl. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. You know what Peter Pan is in real life? He's Michael Jackson. It's not cool. Mm, like, that's, that's what happens. That's what it was. That's I what mean, it was right there. Yeah. No, it, it's creepy. It's There's something about that premise that creeps me out. Yeah. Then there's a then there's a fucking alligator with a clock. I don't know, man. What's going on here? <laughs> there's a fucking alligator with a clock. <laughs> Watch out with them goddamn alligators, man. They tick, they tick, will tick, fuck tick, you up. up for your fucking hands or whatever. <laughs> I did enjoy Hook though. I had a terrible nightmare the other night that Uh-oh. there was an alligator in my backyard in the oh. pool. Oh no. And yeah. I have it with snake. I have this with snakes a lot. I have a lot of snake nightmares. I have frequent snake nightmares. Indiana yep. Jones situation. I have to get to a location. 
I have to get somewhere. There's some sort of emergency, and the ground is covered in snakes. But this was, I think, the first time I've ever had an alligator one. I've had shark dreams. I've had snake dreams. I've never had an alligator one. So I was like, well, that's a new hell. What fresh Hmm. hell is this? Cool. So you you haven't gotten that far in Red Dead Redemption 2 yet. Wait. Oh, yeah. Where you're in the gator section in the swamp? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I have. Fuck that. That level where you're where the, the gators yeah. come after you? Yeah, Fuck that freaked gators, me out. Man. That freaked me out, man. <laughs> yeah. Like even when you even the even Arthur, when he goes to skin them, he'll like kick them a good time before he gets in there. He's like, yeah, I don't know. They're scary. <laughs> they're they're dinosaurs. Yeah, they are. They're dinosaurs yeah. and you shouldn't trust them. Don't fucking trust dinosaurs. Just like man. certain birds, man. Just don't yeah. don't trust all of them. Like you can admire them from afar, but damn. All right. All right. So, Wall of Weird. Wall of Weird. All right. So, we did the first Wall of Weird earlier. Yes, we did. Which is just Smash Mouth. (laughs) Smash Mouth on the Wall of Weird. That's my new favorite. All right. We got got some cult updates, guys. Yeah. Nexium. More updates. This is terrible. Guys, it gets worse. All right. Um,. I was reluctant to even share this because I'm like, God damn it, this is just going to keep getting worse and worse. But you know what? Wall of Weird doesn't have to be um, fun aliens, although I'm going to push for next week to just be a fun alien story or something like that because this is getting dark, guys. All right. So this is from New York Times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not funny. I don't know why I laughed. I'm Defense ready. mechanism. We're ready to laugh. So this Nexium leader, Keith Rainier which is, as you guys know, is both stupid and horrible. Yes. Um, you know, last week we talked about the recordings that he made with Allison Mack, because why not leave a horrible paper trail? Uh, so they've had four days of testimony from a young, undocumented woman. She was from Mexico. Um, she was, it's saying Daniela. I don't know if that's her real name um they're they're kind of i think they're kind of trying to uh, they're they're saying they they identified only by her first name but i question as to whether or not that was actually her first name yeah um this article is written by colin moynihan by the way just credit where credit's due um so this for almost two years this young woman from mexico who was an undocumented um individual was held inside of a single room with thin foam pad uh, as her only furniture uh, and a cheat pen is her only tool of communication. Uh, Renier uh, told her her solitude was meant to cure her of the sin of excessive pride. Huh. Um, he had, she had been ordered into confinement by Renier as punishment for her romantic interest in another man. God. Uh, so she said, today I feel that inside this room I'm in kind of a trance. Being in here is simply insane. Oh, this is, that was, uh, what she wrote in a letter in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is four days of testimony spread over two weeks. Daniela, um, recounted her rise and fall within Nexium. Her status was dictated, she said, by whether she was sexually available to Renier. Um, even her parents, her parents were enlisted to help punish her. 
This guy's a sick, sick fuck. Sick mm. person. Um, yeah, she was... This is that um, she had extreme control. He, His ability to dictate social standings within the group, as well as his apparent willingness to retaliate against those who defied him. So let's. So she's. This is room, like that, like that movie room. Like this is this is the kind of stuff that, like my God, uh, the only person she was allowed to see outside of um, Renier was a senior Nexium member. She she literally like she lost. She's talking about losing her mind in this situation. You you make a good point when you say it's like the room, basically, because yeah. that's. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, she had to wear the same clothing for weeks at a time. Um, she it was like a prison, so meals were were kind of like shoved to her, kind of thing, like or left outside her door. But she didn't have any furniture. Um, like it, I mean, unbelievable. And she's undocumented. So, who was going to help her in this situation? Because we treat. We don't treat undocumented people like they are people, which you can have arguments all day long about immigration, but people are people. That's what annoys me the most yeah. about the whole women's rights thing and all that stuff. Just the fact that it's like... <laughs> care- context, that's hilarious. Sorry. All yeah. that stuff, you know. Oh, those no, it's women. like... You care about you care about the heartbeat so much. Oh but yeah, you have beating but hearts all over the world, all over this country, in your backyard. That it's not about people that. are hungry, people are locked up, and anyway, it's not about yeah. that. It's about controlling people, controlling the other, controlling it's about women, controlling women, right? Well, controlling women in that scenario, and then controlling brown people. Yeah, like that's what it's about. Um. And all of this is set up to fuck over people who are marginalized. That's that's what this is. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's we have power. We've gotten this power by shedding a lot of blood and doing a lot of fucked up shit. And we are going to keep doing that to keep it. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. At the end of the day, they, they, they put, you know, the veil over it to try yeah. to make it seem like it's better, but it's not. Like, this thing started out as just a crazy Allison Mack thing, you know? Yeah, when we all thought, oh, this was a joke. It, but once they started talking about human trafficking, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it's and, like, and it's it gets just... way, 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 way crazier. It gets worse and worse, and we say this every time, but I'm I'm anticipating the eventual documentary. I know they have one in the works, but I, I'm really interested in seeing how they piece all this together. Because digesting it like this, every time we talk about it, it's like... Your eyes kind of gloss over a little bit, like, oh my god, this is like, yeah, I can't believe I, I, people are, are treating people like this. Right, you know? they, they're doing the HBO documentary, and that's yeah. that's going to be good, because, I mean, their Scientology documentary was huge. That really shifted me. Oh, absolutely. I was not anti-Scientology before that. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those things in the periphery. It's like, oh, like, those yeah, wacky Scientologists. I, to yeah. me, I was like, eh, everybody, every religion's weird, every this and that. I'm like, no, 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 this is a cult, this is bad. Exactly. If One, you're in Scientology and you're listening to us, you got to get out, guys. Yeah. Now, Scientology is is Christian scientists, right? Like, that's synonymous? No. 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 It's different. It's a totally different thing? Wow. Totally different okay. thing. I always Christ- thought they were Christ- kind of related. 
No, Christian scientists are is a different thing. They're the ones who don't really believe in doctors and stuff like that. Scientology yeah. is a little bit different. They don't believe in in um a lot of uh, medications for psychiatry. They don't believe in psychiatry. Well, yeah, yeah, they don't believe in human rights either. Um, they don't believe in like a lot of psychiatry type medicines, but they're they're not anti medication or vaccine or anything like that, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, Christian scientists are different. Um, I believe Jim Henson's family was a Christian scientist, and that's why people, a lot of people, because I read a whole do- um, documentary on him. They're yeah. they're now I'm looking it up. So there are Christian scientists who are not. Yeah, he was raised Christian scientist. And that's a lot of people speculated that Jim Henson died because he wouldn't go to a doctor. That wasn't mm. what happened with Jim Henson. Um, Brian, Brian J. Jones wrote, an, or May Jones, something like that. Brian Jones wrote an amazing Jim Henson book. If you like Muppets and, you know, any of that, read, go read that book. That's a good recommendation. There's also um, a recent uh, YouTube series that I watched um, from the people that do Defunct Land mm-hmm. that uh, usually covers like um, different theme park rides and theme park attractions and how they were created and why they ultimately got taken down. Um, they did a three-part doc, uh, a mini doc on Jim Henson's career, Ooh. and it was a deep dive. You and it covered his me. career. Yeah, I definitely will. I'll, we'll put it in the in the uh, in the group uh, in the group. We'll put it in the group. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's it. That's where uh, we're going to start putting stuff, guys. If you want us, if you go, hey, I want to read more into that article because you just did like a basic scan of it, tell us. Um, we have all this stuff in our notes. We will put things in the group. So go get Patreon to get in the group. Come, <laughs> come join us in the group. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. We are not Christian scientists. We will let you go so, to the doctor. Okay, so Christian scientists, it, it, it cannot be lumped in with Scientology. It is a different thing. Gotcha. Um, they have their own stuff, just like anything, um, but it's not cult status. I mean, that depends on your definition. That, that's that's not my. <laughs> this it, is a deeper conversation. <laughs> it deserves the, a... the ultimate point that I'm making. <laughs> the ultimate point is, that I'm making. It is not Scientology. It is okay. not related to Scientology. It is a it is a faction of Christianity. Gotcha. My knowledge. Okay. Unless I'm I'm getting that wrong. If anyone I'm gonna do some knows research better, and... uh, yeah. go for it. It seems like we've already got notes for episode 16. So. <laughs> House cleaning. Right. Yeah. We'll go check that out. All right. I guess that's it for that then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was, <laughs> I was just <laughs> checking. I was double checking that the, um, the, the, okay. Christian scientist is kind of Christian, but it's also just based off of like a self-help book type of thing. All right. So yeah, that's our that's our wall of weird of the week. It's terrible. This whole thi- this whole trial is both fascinating and terrible. So I can't. It's like I can't look away. Right. That's that wall of weird. I didn't right. do the thing. Wall of weird. Ugh, okay. Never do the thing. All right. I always. So, do the thing. <laughs> and I always have to go. Oh God, why? <laughs> Alright, so graphic novel challenge check in. Graphic novel challenge. So. We've been doing pretty good. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> I read Lone Wolf and Cub, the first cool. volume. That's it. What'd you think? Um, it was okay. Yeah. I it, there wasn't a lot pulling me back in. I will say. Hmm. Okay. Um, because I was like, okay, like this guy and his kid, and you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
that's that can be mood as well. Like, you know, maybe I just wasn't feeling it. It's a possibility. I mean, certain books got to hit you at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was beautiful. Um, but I the, the story wasn't grabbing me. I've had that issue with a lot of these comics that I've tried where I'm like, God damn, this isn't pulling me in. I get this with yeah. books, too, with, with a lot of things where I'm like, you really got to keep my attention here because I'm bad about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we said, we're in peak TV. We're in, yeah. we're in peak media right now. Everything is a distraction. I, I mean, we're, I'm not ruling out reading more of it. That's what I will say. Yeah, but it's like, when will you come back to it? Are you like, like Chew? Like yeah. Chew, you had to get into right away. You yeah. had to go back, dive back in. Same thing with me and Batman Beyond. I'm like, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this. I want to read yeah. more of it. You know how I am with the ducks. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even yeah. getting into that this week. Um, oh yeah, guys, I made an obsessive, uh, checklist that I oh sent to Lex yeah. earlier. I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is how bad I've become now. Um, yeah, so I, I totally get you on that. You got to be in the right mood. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I wasn't completely opposed to it. I was just like, I don't. This is weird, and like, I didn't. I, I don't know what I was expecting. Um, I have reset expectations and will likely go back to it. Yeah, but yeah, what did you read again? I read um, Skyward, the first. Oh volume yeah, of I was curious about that one. Yeah, so it's an interesting enough story. It was written by um, Joe Henderson. He's one of the showrunners. Well, he is the showrunner for uh, Lucifer, actually. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, it's done by the artist Lee Garbett, who was the artist for Lucifer and Loki, agent of uh, Asgard. So it's um, it was it was pretty cool, but it was just kind of like a loose story like it didn't really yeah yeah grab me it's like okay all of a sudden gravity just goes away i've had that with a bunch of things where i'm like what is this though like you have a concept but do you have a story well that's just it yeah the concept was so interesting i'm like okay yeah how does the world move on if there's no gravity but it just seems like they kind of got stuck in uh just showing the main character and how she was navigating the world um but there were so many unanswered questions and they could have done a lot of cat stop it <laughs> You're a psycho. Stop it. All right, keep going. <laughs> I was just gonna say they could have done some better world building in there. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I don't think I'll be sticking with it, but you know, it, it was it was fine. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't the best, but it was okay. Yeah. It was a short read too. So, I should say so that. have you picked your this next one? I have, and I see you have as well. Yeah. And. Oddly enough, we picked a very similar draw. Oh, I thought, you, I thought we picked the same one. I was like, what? That would have, that would have been great. That would have been fucking happens, weird. What did you pick? When that happens, everybody drinks on me. I picked the first volume um, of the Grant Morrison JLA run. Oh, I've never read any of that. I'm, it's I been am very so curious to hear. Long. So this is a book that I was really getting into when I when I first started collecting comics. But I can't say that I got every issue of Justice League. Um, so it'll be interesting to see it from that aspect. What else is going to be interesting is that this is the Justice League around the time where they try to like reinstitute, okay, we have our core members. We have the main heroes of the DC Universe in the Justice League. Because, you know, sometimes they try to go, oh, well, here's a team of lesser-known heroes, and they're the new Justice League or something like that. They're like, no, no, we got Superman, we got Batman, we got mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, and others. So they start there. 
and this is a weird time in, in the DC Comics run because they have Mullet Superman. And oh, from there, God, yeah. yeah, and Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, which he's probably like, my favorite yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, so you have that, but then they delve into the whole Electric Superman story a little bit. I forgot about that. Wait, yeah. Was that blue or whatever? Blue and red. Yeah. yeah. He ultimately split into two separate beings. <laughs> Comics. And he had the power of the internet. Cool. Yeah. Who doesn't? 2000. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a thing. So I'm interested to read it now to see how cohesive the book was, having to deal with all the different crossovers and other storylines going on in DCU. That's the problem with these team-up books. They not only have to serve their own story, they have to serve the story that's happening in, like, the Batman solo book and the Superman book, you know? Yeah, that's so, what's like, so frustrating about it. Yeah. Or can yeah. be. Yeah, I'm reading, be. I'm reading Superman in the Rebirth, which I've read some of this. Okay. Um, individual issues or whatever. Um, but I'm just revisiting it because I really loved what I read. Which one are you reading? Are you reading the, the Tomasi? Tomasi? Tomasi. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I he is good. The artwork's beautiful. Yeah. Um, like he makes you like Clark. You know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's the kind of Superman stories where I'm like, this is what it should be. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. Cool. So I already know I'm gonna like it going into it because yeah. I've read some of it. I'm just yeah, yeah. I really like um, Superman uh, and Son. I like that graphic novel. Yeah, well. yeah. I yeah. I think that's on my my favorites list or whatever in my app to mm-hmm. check out at some. Cool. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it. Remember to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, check out our Patreon. There should be a link in the description of this right. episode. Go there for there exclusive content yes. and fun stuff. Check it out. There's a crossword. No, there isn't. <laughs> Shit, I'm not making a crossword. Don't do that. Don't do this to me. <laughs> you got your hopes up. Yeah. Like, oh God, there's a cr- no, no, not this time. Yeah. Yeah, so this was fun. Yeah. This is good. All right, folks. Like I said, thank you for listening. Um, we're going to hop on to the post show over on Patreon now. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes peeled, and uh, we'll be posting that very soon along yeah. with this episode, which doesn't make sense for me to say on this I don't, episode because yeah. you're already listening to it. Whatever. Anyway. Future you. Uh-huh. All right. Ha-ha. Paradox. Be excellent right. to each other, everyone. <laughs> That's right. Take care, folks. <laughs>